do you like the Edmonton Oilers offseason moves? And I'm overall probably going to give that a hard no. I don't. How about that? 58% say no. Basically, balance it out, it's like 50-50. Yeah. We heard from Oilers fans in hour one that say Ken Holland is dismantling the team. It looks like a bit of a dog's breakfast, I'll say that. Mm-hmm. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Uh, it is. Happy Thursday, everybody. Where's my bell? No breaking news today that I know of so far, Moose, but we got two hours to talk about all of yesterday's news. Oh, yeah. Unbelievable. And I think I hurt the feelings of the intern around here, so <laughs> where's HR? I know. I'll tell you why in a second. We, we were, uh, Moose and I were having our regular curb coffee downstairs, and we were in one, right? Yeah. And, uh, Alan, the intern, came down. He's like, do you guys uh, have a poll question today? And I said, why don't you go come up with three ideas, and uh, we'll pick the best one. So what, do you remember what his three ideas where he came down? He's like, are you going to watch the NBA draft? And we're like, no. What else? Pass. Uh, what are the Blue Jays going to do for the trip? No. Pick another one. What was his third one? Uh, don't even remember. Which, yeah, something about the NHL goalies, <laughs> was, maybe. Or... Right. And then he was completely demoralized. He's like, I'm never doing this again. I know. And we came up with our own poll question, which we will get to in a moment. But, uh, hey, Manscaped, they're back on board, huh? That's right. How about that? Just checking your email. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's the point. I never got to my emails until now, and I see that Manscaped is back on. Woo! How about that? Thank you for supporting. Thank you for supporting our sponsors. Uh, this is the warm up. It's brought to you by Ecole Electric. Come check out our new Regina Data and Lighting Center, Ecole Electric. Let's get to work. Coming up on the program today, Jesse Granger from the Athletic Las Vegas. He's going to get to the bottom of what's going on with Canada's team, the Vegas Golden Knights, and from Edmonton. Longtime broadcasting media mainstays up there. Robin Brownlee and Bryn Griffiths from the Outsiders podcast going to be joining us. Uh, Commentators Clothing, brought to you by the Stony Plain Eagles today of the Alberta Junior Hockey League. You noticed that. I like that. And Moose's, yours is brought to you by what, Nautica or Ralph Lauren? Something like that. The huge. Just the huge. Okay. Uh, Kent Ridley's watching in Nashville. Smashville, he said, from Ridley Scouting, he says, give it five minutes, Rod. Seems like news is breaking all the time. Uh, That's for sure. But let's just slow it down for a second. Let's recap and hit the quick six show topics, please. Thank you. Uh, Number one uh, is NHL free agency leftovers. And I don't even know where to start. Clark and I were discussing this prior to airtime. The Athletics said $766 million were spent yesterday by NHL teams. $766 million. And then TSN said $576 million. So you know what? It's a lot. And for me to sit here and just talk about what... You can't do a recap, Darren. We only got two hours. It's hard. Yeah, but I do have a recap of the Canadian teams. Uh, Edmonton made some big moves, signing forward Zach Hyman, defenseman Cody Cece, and forward Derek Ryan. The club also re-signed blue liner Tyson Berry to a three-year deal and traded up-and-coming D-man Ethan Bear to the Carolina Hurricanes for left winger Warren Fogle. As we said on the Bear trade, I think a change of scenery is good for both. I, I endorse that move by Ken Holland, who incidentally, the general manager said, quote, 
Obviously, we've got an incredible core that's really coming into their prime year, so I felt the responsibility and obligation as the manager to try to build a little bit deeper supporting cast as we head into the season. So while I'm a Holland fan, obvi, and the Oilers are my second favorite team, that's the truth, I'm not entirely on board with what Ken Holland's doing, but he believes in himself, so good on him. Go Oilers. That's all you can right. do. Uh, big day in Calgary. The Flames landing forward Blake Coleman on a six-year deal. Average annual value of $4.9 million. Defensemen were a hot commodity on Wednesday. Canadians landing Stanley Cup winner David Savard. Four-year deal there, $3.5 million a year. He finished last season in Tampa after the Columbus Blue Jackets dealt him at the end of April at the trade deadline. The Senators added Michael Delzato. I mean, this is just skimming the surface. The Vancouver Canucks added Travis Hamanick. So they re-signed, sorry, they re-signed him. Uh, and the Jets brought in Nate Schmidt, Brendan Dillon. You all know all this. And the Leafs brought in a new goaltender, Peter Mrazek, to a three-year deal with an average annual value of $3.8 million. Jersey sales, I guess, will be at an all-time high. Carolina's completely overdone their goaltending. And our poll question today is who, with no help from Alan the intern, who won free agency? You guys are supposed to laugh back there. Uh, other is leading the poll, by the way. Did you, did you guys put it up on Facebook yet? Because on Twitter... The options are Seattle, Chicago, New Jersey, or other. Others leading by a mile, 49%. Yeah. And it's who's winning the offseason? What'd I say? Free agency. Who's winning the offseason? Right. Uh, pretty much the same thing. It's pretty much the same thing. Uh, Jamie Nye from News Talk Radio here in town says the Vancouver Canucks are winning free agency, which you can have it. It's July, last I looked. Uh, Todd Pinkney says Philly, duh. Stanley Cups aren't handed out in July nor August, last I checked. And I guess everybody feels that their team's winning. Well, Vancouver is interesting. Their defense has gotten a lot better. I mean, Edler's gone. Um, but you look at their top four now, and I don't know where you're going to slot guys in, but you've got Quinn Hughes and Travis Hamanick. And then you've got Oliver ekman Larson on that second pair with Tyler Myers. So you've got four pretty good defensemen now in Vancouver. And you know you've got guys, if Pedersen can play better, um, and it's all Demko now with Holtby gone, right? Yeah. The pressure is squarely on Thatcher Demko. That's what they wanted. That's what they want. So Vancouver's not in a bad spot. Last year, I think, was a bit of an anomaly for them. They might be okay moving forward. Um, yeah, the comments are coming in like crazy. I'm not going to get to uh, all of them now. That We save that normally for later for viewer takeover. So let's move on. We have not discerned. See you guys. We have live studio audience again today. That's always fun. They were far too quiet than the Very normal quiet. people. Yeah, most we have to put the sign up so that people stay quiet. They actually adhered to the sign. Yeah, most. Thank you. See you guys. We're not going to tell anybody where they're from, eh? That's we'll right. leave that up to their imagination. Point two: uh, National Football League notes. Were you watching ESPN this morning? Yes. Just listen. Looking for a wise ass reply there. <laughs> Is there a C in Cleveland? Yeah, exactly. Of course. <laughs> oh, good one, Rod. It was all about Aaron Rodgers. And it's like, come on, Aaron. I'm going to go back to calling him Sharon Rodgers. Like, come on. Or Karen, maybe. Karen. He's turned into a Karen. I know. Look, if you're that upset with the Green Bay Packers, why show up? Now, having said all that, I said this the other day. I understand he's a really good guy. I've never met him. Tory Gurley thinks the world of him. 
But he showed up to camp, and we just thought, here we go. It's on. Let's go. And then he sat at the podium yesterday and dumped all over the Packers again. And I was like, how is this going to work? That's all. I've gone back and forth on this. What a soap opera. Oh, yeah. I've often said sports is uh, the real-life version of soap operas, and that's what this is. I'd like to hear from Green Bay fans, but that's the tough part about being an analyst or an insider. Tori Gurley came on here on Friday. He's like, I don't expect Aaron Rodgers will be in camp, and I don't expect him to be on the roster in week one. All of a sudden, he's there because Aaron had a change of heart. Like, pick a side, Aaron. It's it's getting a little nauseating because we got to talk about the Dallas Cowboys. Why are we spending all this time on Aaron Rodgers who can't make up his mind? Then you got Dakota Prescott over there in Dallas, and he's hurt. He's got a sore arm. The Cowboys have been working out early because they're playing in the Hall of Fame game next week, which is a whole other thing. Jimmy Johnson's going into the Hall of Fame, right? But Jerry Jones won't put him on the Cowboys' ring of honor because he's still got a beef. Listen, I'm going off on a tangent here, but that's why I guess they call it the Rod Peterson Show. Dak's hurt. Whatever. He'll get over it. He doesn't even need to play in the preseason. It's fine. But the thing with Jerry Jones, he gets in the semi. I've heard it, heard about it in Oxnard, California with the fans. And he tosses like stuffed toys to them and merchandise and footballs. And Jerry Jones, he's Santa Claus. He's the greatest thing. I'm like, the guy's got a black heart. Okay. Just because he owns the Dallas Cowboys. And that's my favorite team. And they're the greatest team on the football team on the planet. We all get that. He's not a nice guy. And he's the typical sports executive that can't get over things. Do you know anybody like that? He can't get over it. It's been how many years? And I wish the great late Bobby Ackles was still alive. But if because he's not, go read his book. Because he worked for the Dallas Cowboys in that era of the early to mid-90s when they were winning Super Bowls. And he went deep in his book, The Waterboy, about how it fell apart between Jerry Jones and Jimmy Johnson. And it was all Jerry Jones. You should go read the book, right? And here we are 26 years later, and Jerry still can't get over it. Grow up, Jerry. Grow up. Feels like a Seinfeld episode. Are we done on that? Do you have any takes on that? He's in the Hall of Fame. Jerry? No, Jimmy's going in. Well, (laughs) Jerry's in there too. Yes. (laughs) Which is great. Justin Timberlake sang at his uh, Hall of Fame party. Random. Inauguration. Inauguration, yeah. But Jimmy's going in. They won't put him on the Ring of Honor. Nope, not happening. You'd be surprised. Jerry Jones is not the first and won't be the last. They can't get over something? They can't get over things. You know, it happens all the time. Doesn't make it right. Of course not. Time heals all wounds, right? You say people heal wounds. That's the truth. I think it's a combination. (laughs) You know? And I don't know, Jerry might take this one to his grave. Oh, he probably will. But I can't believe he was listening to me because, and I I know you generally do, but that's the thing. People, the the saying is time heals all wounds, but it doesn't. People do. I know people that have been waiting 50 years for wounds to heal. Doesn't happen because two sides don't want to, right? Anyways, uh, moving on, point three, uh, CFL notes. What's going on? I'm telling you, it's still the biggest story in the Canadian Football League is injuries. And yesterday, Blake Jackson, wide receiver for the Winnipeg Blue Bombers, went down with a blown Achilles. He's now the eighth guy in the CFL to blow an Achilles. It makes no sense. The cutdown is 10 p.m. Eastern Friday night. I saw the story at 3downnation.com that 
The Rough Riders have said their picks are basically already made. They know what theirs are. ThreeDownNation.com. Like, are you going anywhere else for your CFL news? No. I can't even no. go. I'm not even going to Twitter, which I usually would. But there's not, there hasn't been a lot of tweets. Not a lot there. Three down. Yeah. Um, and by the way, my phone went off yesterday after the show from some football say, people saying, what was today's show all about? Light the Edmonton Elks on fire, bringing on their disgruntled players. And I said, did you watch the show? Because that's not what we did. Those guys just wanted to come on and tell their side of the story. They did not make the Edmonton Elks look bad at all. No. If anything, a lot of viewers thought Derek Dennis made himself look bad. That's your call, whatever. We just wanted to give the players a platform so it was not light the Edmonton Elks fire on fire day. That's coming. Trent in Norway. Norway calling. It is 6.13 p.m. there, by the way. I'm not sure if anyone won day one of NHL free agency. My head is spinning around just like you guys. As for the Olympics, the women keep bringing the medals home. The men need to step up. Great rant on Jared Jones. He needs to become a person who heals wounds. <laughs> Stay well, everyone. Uh, moving on. Thank you for bringing the segue, Trent, of the Olympics. Uh, I was not watching the Olympics last night. I was watching Major League Baseball, and it was great. But Novak Djokovic, okay, must have been watching our show the other day, or reading my diary. Did you see what Novak Djokovic said about Simone Biles? I missed it. Here's what Djokovic, the Joker, said. Here's the said, quote, pressure is a privilege with the topic of athletes' mental health and pressure being discussed at the Olympics. The top-ranked Serb was asked how he deals with the pressure of attempting to become the first man in tennis to achieve a golden slam. He says that without pressure, there is no professional sport and adds that if you are aiming to be at the top of the game, you better start learning how to deal with pressure and how to cope with those moments. Who said that the other day? Which, there's no right or wrong answer on this, but I was talking with my counselor last night, the top mental health addictions counselor in the country, Rand Teed, about this Simone Biles situation and he said hey he goes I admire her courage who knows what she was dealing with he took it a lot further than I did and he's like well she's having suicidal thoughts I'm like well I'd like to think she's not having suicidal thoughts I mean with the people that I'm dealing with in sports it's literally I can't do this I'm too overwhelmed maybe Simone is having that I don't know I lean more to the Novak Djokovic thing that you gotta face the dragon at some, or you're never going to win. And I just want to add, or you're never going to get ahead. I've turned down so many exciting opportunities in my life because I was too overwhelmed and couldn't do it. And I look back and go, all the things that I missed out on because I allowed my psyche to take over. Uh, right? I don't, nothing scares me anymore. Nothing. I think that's pretty clear, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so that's, we do that all the time, Right. Don't ask that girl out or don't, you know, take this opportunity or don't swing the bat or whatever it might be. I mean, the truth is we don't really know what's going on in somebody else's head. So if it's suicidal thoughts or if it's whatever, I mean, respect her decision to do what she thinks is best for her. Yeah. But for a lot of, I completely understand where you're coming from too. It's like you have well, to you know, I, sometimes face some of these difficult situations. I love the debate. It's great, by one. the way. And Stephen Numidal is watching in the gateway to the north. He says, if Djokovic breaks under pressure, he loses a match. If Biles does, she could break her neck. 
I get it. But this is what I would say, and this is what I do say to the young kids in this, 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 this situation. Anybody facing a pressure situation, this is what you do. This is where you're at home, is out on that bar. You've trained for the last four years in your entire lifetime to do this. Just go out and trust yourself and do what you do. But that's completely looking at it from the outside, and I don't know specifically what she's dealing with. But again, if you're afraid of breaking your neck in gymnastics, don't do it. What do we do? Why did we come all the way to Tokyo for? That's the way I look at it. That's just me. And uh, <laughs> Blue Jays at Red Sox today to close out that series. They split the doubleheader yesterday. 4-1 scores bookend. And point six, I left blank. What would point six be? What else is going on? Oh, boy. Nothing. Uh, I think we covered it. NFL training camps. You mentioned your Cowboys and Aaron Rodgers yes. all in one. Um, you know, what else is going on there? That's probably the next biggest thing is NFL. Know, NFL training camps. We got questions, and we'll get to them later. Uh, this has been the warm-up, and we're going to Vegas next. Literally, waking up in Vegas. Yeah. With Jesse Granger of The Athletic. You're watching the RP Show on the Game Plus Television Network, YouTube, and Facebook Live, and 24-hour sports radio for Suds Full Service Car Wash at RodPeterson.com.